When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is an apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. Edward Munch's most famous work. It began as a walk. It ended with a scream. He was with his friends out in the Norwegian countryside when they separated. His friends went off into the distance, and the painter stayed behind on a bridge, alone. That's when the painter remembered the landscape changed. The sun went down. I felt a gust of melancholy. Suddenly, the sky turned a bloody red. Some cities have more people than cars. Think New York and Venice, Italy. In other cities, cars outnumber people. If you've ever been to Murrieta, California, you would be vastly outnumbered by steering wheels, tires, and rearview mirrors. For every one resident in this commuter town near Los Angeles, there are 2.36 vehicles. And when you look at a map of car ownership, The biggest clusters are all around Los Angeles, a city where commuter hell is an endless ring of people stuck in cars behind other people stuck in their cars. L.A. is also a lonely city. All those cars where people are behind the wheels in a ring of freeways may have something to do with it. Some say that people in L.A. are lonely because everyone is ambitious, competitive, looking for stardom and success. 
There are many cities that may take the title of being the loneliest in the world, but how many cities can claim to be the place where the loneliness scale was invented? Developed by psychologist Daniel Russell at UCLA in 1996, the loneliness scale is a survey of 20 questions. How you answer questions like, how often do you feel left out? And how often do you feel part of a group of friends measures your level of loneliness. One is never, four is always. So let's step back and do our own measurement. Los Angeles has a lot of cars. Los Angeles has a lot of lonely people. The hypothesis, if cars make people lonely, then what will make people less lonely? Skateboards, bicycles. Maybe the answer is walking. That's the answer that Los Angeles resident Chuck McCarthy came up with. He was between acting jobs and needed money when he came up with an idea. It was more of a joke, really. He saw all the flyers from people offering services. If dog walkers could make money walking dogs, maybe he, a person, could earn some extra cash by walking people. The more he thought of it, the more reasons he came up with why it actually might work. There was no overhead and almost no investment needed to start his venture back in 2016. He ruined his own joke, he said, in a TED Talk about his business. Chuck McCarthy just needed fabric markers to write out the name on his T-shirt of the service he wanted people to know about. People walkers. And he needed to buy shoes more often. The last thing on McCarthy's list of things he needed was time, something he thought he had plenty of being out of work. For a price, Chuck McCarthy was willing to take humans out for a walk. What McCarthy didn't realize was his joke, his plan to make some money by walking people, struck a deep chord with strangers on a global scale. Sure, some people asked him questions like, do you use a leash? And do you also have to pick up people's poop? But the most constant question he was asked about his business was why? Why would someone pay to walk? What Chuck McCarthy learned was an understanding of everyone's need for connection. In Rochester, Kent, Sandra Samuels Allen started a new life. I used to go out on my own. And I thought, well, this is a bit lonely, isn't it, you know? And, you know, you, you talk to people in the coffee shops or in the clothes shops, so you get to know the feel of who they are. And but I thought, well, what next? The next was nothing. Nothing happened. For weeks, Sandra's attempts to make connections and friends went nowhere. And she remembers the moment when she realized her acute loneliness. It was the night of December the 30th. She was, as usual, alone. Sandra sat on her bed and thought. There must be a lot of lonely people out there who's similar to me. She thought it would be nice to walk with someone. She had moved to a place where she knew no one, but she knew that she couldn't be the only person in her new home who felt alone. Loneliness was not just an unspoken problem for her, but also, Sandra realized, probably something others were feeling. She thought, could she walk her way out of loneliness? She posted on Facebook, no pressure, 
no talk of loneliness or being alone. It was a simple question to anyone out there. Want to go for a walk? Since the COVID outbreak, Dr. Nick Summerton, a GP in Yorkshire and a public health physician, has been seeing a rise in isolation and loneliness. Patients with long-term illnesses have been forced to stay inside. Dr. Summerton talks the walk. He is Walk Magazine's medical expert and knows how important it is, even in times of quarantine and self-isolation, to get out and walk even if it's just right outside your home. He's also a member of Ramblers, a UK association that has people rambling all over the country on outings. A poll by the organization found that one third of people surveyed said walking helps them to unwind and improve the quality of their sleep. sleep as well. So if you get a good night's sleep, you often feel better and more engaged uh, with life the following day as well. I mean, the other benefits, the positive benefits of walking is it improves your resilience. So the ability to cope with the knocks and setbacks that life often throws at us. Now, walking might, for many of us, just seem like moving our legs and maybe observing what's around us. You might have your ears tuned into a podcast or listening to music, or you might be walking in silence. But history and research tells us how and where you go makes a difference. Dr. Summerton says recent studies show that if you walk with a purpose, that is, not just meandering, you walk faster and you walk better in terms of health benefits. Walking somewhere can actually heal you, asked the ancient Greeks and Romans. They built these temples dedicated to Asclepius, the god of healing in Greek mythology. These places, known as Asclepions, were built away from the ancient cities on platforms above bays and gulfs with the air soaring upwards. On these sites, there were often woodlands, there was running water, there were excellent views and fresh air. Walking to these temples was part of the healing. I think we just know it makes you feel better. Why exactly the Romans chose and the Greeks chose the top of hills or rivers? It's not clear from the writings why they originally started choosing these sites, but I think generally, if you go to one of these sites, it actually makes you feel better. For Dr. Summerton, walking is a calling. The Ramblers groups aren't just getting people together to walk, but the benefit of doing it with others helps those who are lonely, and people have to take the lead at times. So for people who are feeling down, It's not only the benefits of walking being in a walking group, but also benefits of talking, but also the benefits of getting a bit more involved and building your confidence as well, because building self-esteem is is a a key element of walking as well. Low self-esteem, you know, in itself will lead on to anxiety and depression. You may have heard during the first weeks of the pandemic last spring, there was a rush on toilet paper, Clorox, Lysol wipes, and hand sanitizers. Along with shelves being emptied, so were rescue shelters. People worried about isolation and lockdowns, and being alone 
adopted cats and dogs in droves from animal shelters. Having a dog is a good thing, says psychologist Stanley Korn, a world-renowned dog expert. And one of the neat things about a dog is that uh, he provides a structure for you because you do have to get up and feed him. So that means that you're not going to spend every day sort of in bed until one o'clock. And also, the dog needs to be walked uh, and exercised. And that's going to get you out of the house and moving around. And psychologists can tell you that, you know, a little bit of exercise and a little bit of structure in your life are really good antidotes for depression. It's what Sandra Samuels Allen found after her first walk when eight people took up her offer to join her. After Sandra founded her group, Walking with Fitness, she realized that going for a walk wasn't something she would have done if she had stayed in London. I wanted a quiet time. I wanted to move away from that, the hustle and the bustle, because life can be so stressful, even then going into work and stuff like that. So I wanted a more calmer aspect of you could drive somewhere, you could walk down the road, you're in the countryside. And for me, it was the countryside that that is the open space and no other elements around you apart from the trees and and the grass and the lakes. That works, it really does. There is an emotional connection to being in nature, Sandra believes. And when we walk, Dr. Nick Summerton reminds us, we've tapped into something that the ancient Greeks and Romans knew. The ancients often understood the benefits in, in the Greeks and the Romans about where they put their healing sites and their well-being sites on top of hills with good views, with forests around, fresh air, sunshine. All these things have been you know, beneficial 2,000 years ago and they're still, still beneficial today. And that's a sort of uh, context where it's worth having a walk. Europeans and North Americans are starting to understand a concept that has been known for centuries in Japan, says Dr. Summerton. Some call it a philosophy, and others call it therapy and even a science. The Japanese consider it bathing. It's the concept that being out in the woods and among nature has health benefits that can help heal us from physical illness and loneliness. And we'll be right back. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Norwegian painter Edvard Munch was overshadowed throughout most of his life from childhood until his death with illness. His mother died of tuberculosis when he was five. His older, much-loved sister, who was his surrogate mother, died of the same disease when Munch was 13. Throughout his life, Munch was plagued by ill health, including frequent respiratory illnesses and what we would know today as depression, Back then, he called it melancholy. He even painted one with that title, Melancholy, Evening on the Shore, which was one man sitting alone, looking off into the distance towards nature. In Munch's most famous painting, The Scream, nature comes to him, threatening and overwhelming. The original title of this painting was actually The Scream of Nature, and throughout his life, the Norwegian painter used nature as a depiction between our inner selves and the outer world. In an earlier version of the work, the man in the painting is only observing nature around him without expression, leaning over a bridge. But the version that is universally recognized, the blue and green fields, the shoreline that looks gray and white, and the violent colored sky, depicts a figure not quite human engulfed in an endless scream. There are two versions of that painting, one in the Munch Museum in Oslo and the other in Oslo's National Museum, where curator Mai Britt Guling is an expert on Munch. While the orange and red sky are what is most striking about the scream, in the background, hovering and lingering, there are the greens. The colors are a bit thick. The yellow-orange color it's a bit dirty, and so is also the greenish color, dirty. And so he has used the colors to represent illness and disease. The figure Monk portrays is screaming and on his own, frozen in that moment of horror. Perhaps a concept I've always thought of how loneliness feels. My Brit Gooling says what Monk was doing was describing the scream from nature a sensation from somewhere internal, rather than a cry that could be heard with our ears. It was a symbolic representation of fundamental anxiety, being alone in the world. This disconnect from nature can be restored, and synchronizing with your surroundings is therapeutic, according to lengthy research and studies over the last 20 years. Many of these experiments were conducted by Yoshifumi Miyazaki, a forest therapy believer. 
Professor Miyazaki at the Center of Environmental Sciences at the University of Chiba has written books about the effects and benefits of being in nature. It's a technique known as Shinrin-yoku. Shinrin is forest. Yoku is bathing. Professor Miyazaki says our bodies should be with nature. Humans have existed away from nature only a fraction of our time here. By Professor Miyazaki's calculation, 99.9% of our timeline has been not in cities, but in the natural environment. Since we became humans, Professor Miyazaki says, our bodies have adapted to nature and automatically we synchronize with nature. That's why, without voicing it in so many words, we feel the need to get back to nature at times when we're feeling anxious and lonely. There is science behind it, as studies conducted by Professor Miyazaki and others have shown. Your heart rate and blood pressure are lowered when you're in a forest, and stress hormones are reduced when we are surrounded by trees. Trees also emit an essential oil called phytoncide, which have been proven to increase your immune system. In one study, participants were given a one-week vacation in an urban area, and another in the forest. They walked the same hours and distance in the forest and in the city. While those who vacationed in the forest showed improvement in their immunity cells, the group that was in the urban setting didn't see any improvement. Another study had people walking in an urban park versus walking in the street during spring, fall, and winter. The conclusion was the same. Walking in a park has a stronger effect on relaxation, even in the winter, than walking on the street. As Professor Miyazaki says, nature resets the balance we have when we are alone. The problem with loneliness is that it is not synchronized with others, he says. It is normal for people to communicate with others. But if we cannot communicate with others, we should first communicate with nature, which is synchronized with our bodies, he says. By doing so, we can break free of the stress of isolation. The benefits of nature and being in a forest even works for those unable to walk. Another research experiment conducted on residents who lived in a senior's home was done by taking half of them to sit on a rooftop deck where they can see trees. The other half were taken to sit on a ground floor level where they faced a parking lot. Just the view of nature was enough to show better health outcomes. Professor Miyazaki says while the benefits of being and walking in nature are certain, he knows there are some people, especially during a pandemic or because of their ill health, who cannot get out for a walk in the forest. Do something that can connect you to nature, he advises. Arrange flowers, garden, even wooden furniture in your home will provide benefits. If you can't go to nature, bring it to your surroundings. For the lonely, being in nature can be soothing, and being around it, even in your own home, with plants and other living things, will make you feel less alone.
Chuck McCarthy made a business out of walking with strangers, people who were willing to pay because there is value in movement to not being alone. In the Medway towns in Rochester, Kent, newcomer Sandra Samuels Allen took her despair on a cold December evening and extended her hand outwards in an act of faith. There are benefits to walking, especially with others, even strangers and people you may not know at first. The act of being together on a path is the start of a journey taken together. It's something that Sandra found out. In two years, walking expanded her circle, making it wider, and at the same time shrinking her loneliness and those who joined her. Eight people showed up for the first walk she organized. Today, there are nearly 800 members of her walking group. Ask someone who might be alone. The words are easy. Anyone can say it. Everyone can do it. Want to go for a walk? Want to know who's always ready to go for a walk? Dogs. A psychologist and dog expert, Stanley Korn, says, going for a walk with your dog makes your dog's tail wag. But the benefits are really for the humans. Regular walks add structure to your life at a time when you might be feeling alone and isolated. When you walk, you are connected to something that even the ancient Greeks and Romans knew two and a half thousand years ago. They built their healing temples in places where its citizens had to walk to reach them, away from the town centers. A good walk leads to a good sleep. And Dr. Nick Summerton advises when you walk with others, take turns being the organizer. Movement is healthy, but the psychological benefit of planning and leading a walk adds confidence. It's not a small thing to get a group of people heading in the same direction. Not everyone will finish at the same time, but starting together is a beginning. It is motion and connection. Walking is an unfreezing of being stuck. Whether it's in a car going nowhere anytime soon, in a traffic jam, or inside your home during a pandemic, the best kind of walks lead us back to the wild. Yoshifumi Miyazaki believes in the healing of nature. Shinru Yoku. Bathing in the forest or a park isn't taking a literal bath, but it is an immersion in an environment that can lower your heart rate, increase your immunity, and reduce stress. It is connecting back to nature, not screaming in solitude at the disconnect. All you need to do is walk and breathe. We may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Theme music by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Our sound engineer is Jeff Devine. Producers, Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. Your dog wants to go out twice a day, but you can take me out for a walk anytime. Listen to past episodes and future ones anytime you do a 30-minute walk. This series was executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.